Chapter 11 of the Story of John Wesley, Told to Boys and Girls. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by J. N. Fletcher. The Story of John Wesley, Told to Boys and Girls, by Marianne Curley. Chapter 11. At last storms and dangers were over and the good ship Simmons floated safely in the smooth waters of the Savannah River. You can find this on your map. They cast anchor near a little island called Tybee Island, where the beautiful pine trees grew all along the shore. The first thing they did, on landing, was to go to the top of a hill, kneel down together, and thank God for bringing them safely across the ocean. You remember Noah's first act, after leaving the ship that God put him into, when the world was drowned, was to offer a sacrifice of thankfulness for God's care over him. And when Abraham got safely into the strange land to which God sent him, the first thing he did was to offer sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. In the same way, the little missionary band from England showed their reverence and gratitude to the God who rules earth, sky, and sea. When they got to the town of Savannah, they found it a very small place. There were only about forty houses, besides a church, a prison built of logs of wood, and a mill where everybody took their corn to be ground. I told you, if you remember, that besides the poor English exiles there were a number of German Christians. These were called Moravians, and they were so glad to have a minister that they came to meet Mr. Wesley and told him how pleased they were to see him. Mr. Wesley and one of his friends lived with them in Savannah for a long time, and they soon found what earnest real Christians they were, true followers of the Lord Jesus. You know it is the people you live with that know you the best, and this is what Mr. Wesley wrote about these Moravians. We were in the same room with them from morning till night, except when we went out for a walk. They were never idle, were always happy, and always kind to one another. They were true copies in all things of their Savior Jesus Christ. Was not that a splendid character to have? And would it not be nice if those whom we live with could say the same of us? There was something near Savannah that you would have liked to see, especially the boys, and that was an Indian town. If there was one thing more than another that drew Mr. Wesley to Georgia, it was the Indians. I expect, like you, he had loved to read and hear about them. Now he had a chance to see them. But what he longed for most of all was to tell them about Jesus and to get them to become Christians. The Indians lived in tents, or teepees as they were called, and a number of these teepees, all put up close together, was called a town. One of these towns was only about twenty minutes' walk from Savannah. After Mr. Wesley had been a week or two in America, who should come to see him but the Indian chief? Think how excited Mr. Wesley would be. The chief's name was Tomo Chachi, and he came looking so grand in all his war paint, with his great feather headdress and moccasins made of buffalo skin, ornamented with pretty colored beads, just as you've seen them in the pictures. Mr. Wesley thought he must dress up too, to receive his distinguished visitor, so he put on his gown and cassock, 
and down he went to see Tomochachi. Of course, Mr. Wesley did not understand the Indian language, but there was a woman who did, and she acted as interpreter. I'm glad you are come, said Tomochachi. I will go up and speak to the wise men of our nation, and I hope they will come and hear you preach. Then Tomochachi's wife, or squaw as she is called, who had come with her husband, presented the missionaries a jar of milk. She meant by this she wanted them to make the story of Jesus Christ very plain and simple, so that they could understand it. For she said, We are only like children. Then she gave them a jar of honey, and by this she meant that she hoped the missionaries would be very sweet and nice to them. Then Tomochachi and his squaw went back to their teepee. A few months after, Mr. Wesley had a long walk with another tribe of Indians, a very wicked tribe called the Chickasaws, but they would not allow him to preach to them. They said, We don't want to be Christians, and we don't want to hear about Christ. So Mr. Wesley had to leave them and go back, disappointed, to Savannah. End of chapter 11 Recording by J. N. Fletcher